friends, and welcome back to uh, MMM Cast or mm-hmm. Cast. Thank you guys so much for watching. We're going to take you through two amazing hours of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Um, jumping into it, who wants to tell us what happened last time? Nobody. Okay. So what happened last time was. <laughs> I think I can do it justice. Gimbal was angry. <laughs> so it was actually a roller coaster of emotions last time. So starting out, um, Dash had murdered somebody in the keep of the Lord of Sutton. So sneaking out of there with no one seeing him, uh, after me making him roll multiple times, hoping that <laughs> someone would see him, but nobody saw him. Um. They proceeded to kind of get their affairs together. Uh, They collected the money uh, from, uh, sorry, they collected a favor from uh, whoever was uh, wanting to get dirt on the the Lord of Sutton. Uh, From, it was, an end name. It was Nicolette. Yeah, you are correct. Um, from Nicolette, who was uh, wanting to get dirt on Barrick uh, so that she can take over the town and get kind of a, a better deal on the actual trade that was going on there. From there, uh, you made your way out of town uh, as they were slowly locking it down and uh, going through door to door with the zone of truth to figure out who did the murder. Um, and you were barely able to escape with a really clever use of Tensor's floating disc. Um, unfortunately, uh, our sorcerer decided to stay back uh, and tend to uh, Thaddeus's daughter, Tilda, to see if he could uh, in some way imbue more uh, portions of the weave into her. From there, you traveled southward through the Wolf's Pine to see if you can find... Uh, the either the river or Squall's End, where you'd find a, a boat that should be waiting for you uh, on uh, Nicolette's request to take you wherever you need to. From there, Dash explained that he had to take someone's life uh, in order to not be caught in the actual manner itself. And uh, emotions ran pretty high at that point. And then Dash kind of came out and told his entire story that he is not the Dash that you started adventuring with. He is actual, his name is Majrin. Majrin was taken by the Fae 50 or so years ago. And in his place, uh, they dropped Dash, which you guys had a relationship with. And in order to gain his life back, Majrin uh, came to Material Plane and switched places with Dash. So as far as you know, he was the one in the Fey Wild getting tortured for these past month or so you've been adventuring. Um, from that, uh, a lot more happened. Uh, from that, <laughs> uh, understanding the, the imperative uh, or the... Uh, the need to get Dash back, as well as the the need to, to find a way to find your mother's soul, Gimbal. You remembered a, a box, um, a wicked-looking black wooded box that you got from uh, the hag's house. Um, throwing caution to the wind, you opened it, and you were taken by a curse, uh, dropped you to 
unconsciousness uh, after trying a few things to try to get you back up. Rook used his patron's blessing to uh, commandeer your curse. So he pulled the the black uh, uh, kind of pressure and ichor from you and took it onto himself. Uh, he passed out, taking uh, many uh, points of exhaustion. And from there, you identified what was in the box, which was a, a ring that had inside of it one wish spell. And that's where we ended. So to pick up, uh, came. you've been traveling about a week now. Um, first time you've been away from your people uh, ever. Uh, and it's interesting. Uh, there's pretty similar animals here. You've had some encounters with uh, a few um, like hyena humanoid looking things um, that come, you understand as gnolls. Uh, but we were able to kind of swipe by them and, and uh, disappear unseen. One night you're walking through, uh, just admiring everything around you, um, looking forward to this great adventure that's in front of you. Uh, and you stumble across something you've never seen before. So it's a, a group of four people just talking amongst the fire. You sit there for uh, a few hours and you, you watch the scene unfold where um, they're sitting in one position and then you, you hear them start to raise their voice and uh, you see one of them throw a spell out of the other one um, and then they both kind of stop sit down, uh, silent again. And then you see another rustle. Uh, one of the smaller uh, humanoid figures pops up, runs to his pack and opens something, and then immediately gets stricken down and, and falls. And all of them panic and, and run around the one. And uh, one, uh, one of the taller ones kind of runs over and you see this kind of deep, red energy this emanation come off of him and you can feel and you can see this dark energy uh it's pitch black here other than your um your ability to see uh, but you you know that this this energy is kind of the the blackest of black the darkest thing you've ever seen and it attaches itself to the other person and, and you feel a feeling that you've had maybe a handful of times in your life that this situation needs balance. You understand what you need to do. And that's where we'll start. Upon feeling that imbalance, I, I make my way over, not stealthily at all, kind of make my presence known. And I say, hello, everyone. Is, is everything okay? So, something's going on. And as you see before you, um, Dream, Dash, and Gimbal, uh, go and explain what you look like. So out of the woods steps out a water ganasi. You see um, about an almost six foot tall 
uh, light blue skin, almost grayish skin. Um, he's got uh, reddish brown hair that's pulled up into a knot on his head uh, with the sides of his head shaved. Um, average brown clothes. He has one arm covered in like tribal markings all the way down, very meticulously planned. And then the other arm is totally bare. Um, it's nighttime, so I don't know how well you'd be able to see his eyes, but he has two different colored eyes, one being like ocean blue and the other being like forest green. Do you see this figure emerge as Rook goes down? Um, what do you guys do? Uh, I'll turn and ready a firebolt. I'm just kneeling next to Rook, shielding him. I continue to be unconscious. Mm. Good to know. Thanks. I draw an arrow. Do we want to like? Oh, go ahead. Uh, did you want to describe what you look like, Coulter? To uh, the <laughs> the uh, about three foot four, maybe at max, um, gnome uh, with uh, like white blonde hair, um, standing there holding. Uh, just a ball of red energy pulled, pulled back and ready to throw, um, calling up at you. Stay where you are and state your business. This has been a very tense day, and I'm not about to let it get worse. I put both hands up, and I, I understand. Your friend here is in need of help, and I can sense that it's, it's off. I... I must help you. I, I need to help your friend here, if you if I may, please. Um, insight? Yeah, go ahead. Gimbal used to be such a trusting soul. Uh, 12? Uh, he's, from what you can tell, not lying. I drop uh, the prepared firebolt. Okay, whatever, if you think you can help, please, we don't know what else to do. I still keep my arrow up, probably. Are you aiming it at him? <clears throat> Not necessarily at him, but in that direction. Get, Maybe like at the ready. ground near him. Okay. Dream, what are you doing? I'm staring at this water genasi, just intimidate eyes. <laughs> Uh, as soon as Gimbal puts the fireball down, I sort of like hop, skip, and jump over to Rook, and I kneel down at his head, um, and then I cast Balm of the Summer Court. So you see, uh, as he does this, he puts his hand, uh, both his hands on the side of his head, um, and you see soft rays of, of green, blue, and kind of slate gray, um, emanate from his hand and kind of uh, carousel around Rook's head and slowly go opaque. And it's a weird feeling. All three of you kind of look around and it's complete stillness. No birds chirping, no wind. It's complete stillness around you, something you've never experienced before. 
and as it takes effect and the magic takes hold throughout Rook, you see this, the magical energy, this, this blackness that was attached itself to Rook slowly dissipates and flies up and then the wind starts again and it floats down the wind and Rook, you wake up <laughs> oh thank god and I run and just jump on him into like a tackle hug as he comes up <laughs> I kind of like pat Gimbal and go like ah, I knew you'd save me little guy oh. uh, how'd you do it I'll spell magic or back I I didn't point up at the Genasi. Who's that? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my name is is Kaim. Kaim Etz. I didn't catch any of that, but I'm Rook. Nice to meet you, Rook. And I shake your hand. Now, explain to me why. You were wandering out of the woods and decided to help me. Oh, yes. I, uh, you see, I left, I left the hollow and I've, I've been meaning to learn more about the balance of life and, and medicine. Uh, and it's, it's been a week. It's been not so eventful, but I, I sensed something was off. I felt the balance was out and I just was pulled pull towards you and hello here we are what is a right. hollow uh, 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 he kind of scurries around and you, you know the hollow like you know where we come from anyways what are you guys doing out in the woods um we are traveling to a place south of here Squall's End Squall's End. Uh, we we are uh, we are bound uh, for a ship to take us um, back to Zrakar from here. That sounds interesting. I don't know any of those places. Well, you're more than welcome to share our fire tonight, but we have to head out in the morning. I appreciate that. And then I would like to cast Hearth of the Moonlight and Shadow over the, the campsite. Okay. You see um, a deeper green now uh, emanate from him in a kind of a half dome bubble uh, as it, it reaches out to its entirety. And uh, you feel no wind. Uh, the, the climate inside is, is balmy, uh, nice to sleep in. Um, and you, as you look around, you see kind of a, a flicker of translucence as this green energy uh, is protecting you. Oh, you're a wizard. No. Gimble's also a wizard. He knows that spell. I don't think that's arcane. Um, oh, okay. So some kind of holy man. Uh, you worship a god of some kind? Uh, you... I mean, the god that's all around us, and I kind of, like, gesture around to the forest. Oh, okay. So he's a crazy person. He's a, <laughs> I think he's a druid. There are gods here. Should we be worried? Uh, no, sweetie. He's just crazy. So we're just going to watch him and it'll be fine. I, 
I just like the forest. I just really enjoy being out in the forest. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you hungry? Rook. What? I don't don't eat your moss. Can I roll Arcana to see if I can tell how protective the dome is? Sure. Uh, 25. Um, yeah. Similar to a spell that you know, um, it won't really prevent anybody from entering, uh, but it will provide um, livable conditions inside. um, And you get with a translucent flicker of the green, you get the uh, a feeling that no light's going to escape it either. I will, in the center of the ring, still um, clap my hands together and bring up uh, the, oh my gosh, Liamon's tiny hut. Okay. <laughs> How big is Liamon's tiny hut? <laughs> Uh, big enough for all of us. <laughs> it's a 10-foot radius, so 20 feet diameter. What spell did you cast, Jake? It's a class feature. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, Hearts of the Moonlight and Shadow from the Circle of Dreams, Druids. So Tiny Hut would fit within... Heart yep, it would. Um yeah, and just a systematic uh, wise too. You guys get a plus five bonus to dexterity and wisdom. Uh, so strength and, or sorry, stealth and perception while you're in his. Would Liamans block that or no? While you're in Liamans, yes. But if you're in the in between, no. Okay. Yeah. So you're in in a hut inside of a hut. I mean, no disrespect. That was really lovely, but this one stops people coming in. Oh, no disrespect at all. That sounds quite handy. Um, but thank, thank you for all your help. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. I'm I'm glad I can help. And then I take out kind of a notebook. I'm like, do you mind if I if I write about what I what I felt a minute ago and what kind of happened? I don't I see mean, why I not. can't stop you from being literate. He will try, but he can't. <laughs> I say, good to know. And then I kind of drop into, uh, like, sitting cross-legged on the ground and just go to go to writing. I creepily start inching to behind you to read over your shoulder. <laughs> what are you writing? Uh, just writing that... Um, after getting away from the hollow, the balance started to feel different. As night fell, found the darkest dark I felt to date, bigger than anything that was felt at the hollow. I needed to make it right. Dream, you read all this uh, as you look over his shoulder. Um, from there, what is everyone else doing? Did you cast them in so that we're all in it? Yeah, I centered it on the campfire. Okay. So if anybody, if you're a 10-foot radius from the campfire, then yeah. All right. What was in the box? 
Oh. Um, I think I have that. Uh, it's a it's a wish ring. Oh. So it has one casting of the spell. That's handy. Very much so. All right. Uh, uh, Kane, was it? Kane, yes. All right. Uh, what the hell's the hollow? Um. Well, it's hmm. It's where a lot of us Janasi live. So, what's a Janasi? Uh, well. We like to think of ourselves as people who are just more attuned to the earth. Uh, as you can see, I, I'm one of the water tribe, and then, you know, there are earth and air, and the hollow is just kind of our spot. I've probably said too much, but... Why would you have said too much? Is the hollow a secret of some kind? Uh... To be fair, I'm only using you to avoid the awkward social conversations that I don't want to have with my party. <laughs> okay, understood. It's, I mean, you wouldn't just stumble upon the hollow. You'd have to be intentionally looking for it. But, you know, we, we made a pact with the dwarves and we just kind of live in harmony. But something's going on funky there and I, I need to step out for a little bit. Well, where are you headed? To learn? I haven't, and I pull out kind of a map, and I'm like, I haven't really. Yeah, and I fold it and put it back. <laughs> okay, well, to learn isn't a place that I'm aware of, so you're going to have to be more specific than that. <sighs> the the Earth Ganassi have been, have been falling sicker, and, you know, they get... They get covered in dirt and mud and rocks, and they love it. But this is different, and they've been just falling. And because I'm, because I've studied medicine for so long, and it's what I want to do, the the tribe sent me out to to see if I could learn what was going on or bring some other medicine back home. And well, here I am. Well, if you're looking for medical advancements, you couldn't do better than the Zakaran Empire. The what? The Zakaran Empire. That's where we're from. Ah, yes. On the other end of the Titan Gate? Yes, the the Titan Gate. No, the Titan Gate. You're not from around here, are you? I don't know. not. He's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Where is the hollow, though? Because if you're going to go all the way to Zwakar to get medical advice, that's going to be a long way back to here. Um, hmm. The hollow is... Uh, and I'm kind of debating... You can see that I'm like debating on how much I've told you versus how much I should keep telling you to like gain trust and everything. 
Maybe we should let him have his secrets for now. I'm sure. No more secrets. Yeah, I'm sure that's the vote you would vote for, Mazarin. But if he's willing to tell us, he's willing to tell us. Okay, okay. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys have been very courteous and letting me stay in your your wizard hut. Um, it it's nestled on the eastern edge of the wolf's pine. It's we like to keep to ourselves and we don't like to to disturb anyone. So that's why you've probably never heard of it or seen it. Uh, if you if you wander near it, you just kind of magically wander past it, and it's. It's very helpful that way. So there's a whole hidden country in the world spine? Uh, it's it's not a country, more so just like some cliff tops and some a you know thousand foot deep lake and the forest around it. Can I roll what would I roll to see if I'd like read anything about this or heard anything about this? It would probably be history. Okay. And this place is filled with weird looking people like you. 23. Fuck. Yeah. No, he's he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm water of the water tribe, and then you can fill in the blank for earth and air. With your twenty-three, um, you did a lot of research on mm-hmm everything east of the Titan's gates uh, before coming here, uh, before taking uh, Maxwell up on the actual contract. There's been nothing written about the hollow. Um, You do know some significant details about Genasi. Um, Exceedingly rare, uh, but they are seen outside, um, usually close to... um, kind of fissures in this plane and the elemental planes, uh, but very few and far between. Um, he knew that there was a society of Genasi many years ago uh, that lived near Ranshara, but this, this was 50 to 100 years before um, the Wizard King took over, and that itself was around... 100, 150 years ago. I haven't heard of a significant population of Genasi in a single location for at least uh, 300 years, something to that effect. That would be incredible to see. Can you... So these things aren't weird? Well, they're rare, if that's what you mean by weird. But they're weird, like Bishop is weird, right? Sort of. So he's demonic. No, no. Oh, well, that's uh, new. They come from. <laughs> um, they they come from a, a, an elemental um, being, I believe. But aren't there four elements? Oh yeah, you only said three. Are there also uh, fire of your people? Uh, not, not from the hollow. No. Insight. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll. 
And for everyone else, you you have met one Janasi, and she was the kind of right hand woman to Beric. Yeah, she was a Earth Janasi. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. Um, he has a naivety that you remember once upon a time. And <laughs> it seems that he is being forthright with you guys. I think that maybe you should stay with us for a while. I mean, just maybe we can we can help you find whatever it is you're you're searching for. Or at least as long as our paths seem to be going in the same direction. Is that I mean, all right? I'd I'd love to to carry on and 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 keep learning and see what else I can can get under my belt. Well, if you're looking for learning expertise, the Steelcry Adventure Guild in Osret is always looking for new members, and it allows you to travel the world and learn new things and earn a livable wage. <laughs> Are we recruiting people now? Rook is always recruiting people. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds a little too uh, permanent, but I appreciate the offer. Um, maybe... Hmm. Hmm. Maybe someday down the line, I can, I can show you guys the hollow. You guys would probably really like it. Well, if you're not looking to return to the hollow anytime soon, traveling around in the woods by yourself isn't a smart plan. So you could travel with us to Squall's End. We could part ways there. That sounds great. Yes, thank you. He takes out the notebook and writes Squall's End, new destination. If Helena's still reading over my shoulder. Um, I, at this point, uh, have already been kind of thumbing through um, the, like, arcane books that I brought with me to start researching the wish, um, but was definitely taken in by what he was saying and kind of lost my place. But I think I should continue to see what I can learn about this and I set up uh, next to Rook. <laughs> uh, are you hungry, Kane? I, I could reheat some of our dinner. Uh, I appreciate it, but I think I'm okay. And I reach into my bag and pull out some like berries and just start kind of munching. Nonsense. We have rabbit and squirrel. <laughs> He, I do appreciate it. He starts stoking the fire to cook this meat back to an acceptable temperature. <laughs> as as you get up to stoke the fire, Rook, um, you still feel drained, absolutely drained. Um, you still have four points of exhaustion. Okay, so I fall to my knee and go, or oh, maybe a nap, maybe a nap <laughs> would be better. <laughs> Um, I'm going to take a nap, um, just because it's late, you know, and, uh, I should sleep. Uh, everyone should sleep. Everyone should go to sleep. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to lay down here and immediately fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it right now? Uh, you guys are bridging towards midnight right now. Word. I think the, I think the the strong fellow is right. 
Uh, I think it may be time for a rest. Okay. I'll keep reading until my eyes get too tired. <laughs> Maybe another 45 minutes or so until you're asleep in your book. Um, yeah, as you guys go through the night and rest, Dream, what are you doing? I'm going to attune to my ring and then otherwise just kind of like stay alert but lightly rest. Okay. Yeah, we'll say uh, Mazarin. So as you go down for your meditation, um, expecting, expecting to see what you've always seen, uh, expecting to be back in that place, being tortured by that creature, nothing. Here you have the first peaceful, restful night that you've had in many, many years. Okay. And at that, we'll say around 8.30, uh, everyone gets woken up. What are you guys doing? I'll make breakfast. Okay. Oh, no, sweetie, I can do that. Don't, don't, don't worry about No, this. no, Rook, Rook, you stay. Stay rest. Yeah, stay down. We all have to make okay. a choice. We know that we're going to Squall's End, but I can help Dream. We can we can do this. So we know that we have a choice. Once we uh, are getting to Squall's End, we kind of have a split path there. We now have, well, I guess, uh, two objectives, and we have to figure out how to do one or the other. We know that for my purpose we need to find the lich king which will take us north but i don't know exactly where we're supposed to go to save dash why can't we use the the ring to bring your mother back do we even have to visit the lich king it won't work to bring her back i don't think uh, do i need to roll for that or is that something i would know from from make uh, make a check okay uh, Arcana or? Uh, Arcana, yeah. Um, that is a 17. 17. Um, you couldn't really get into your books last night, um, but the Wish Spell is one of the most powerful spells that you know of. So if anything can do it, this could theoretically do it. So I suppose it's possible. I, I've just never had something like this before. I, I've never really had a, a reason to look into something this powerful without wielding the capabilities myself. Should we... I wonder if maybe we should talk with Womford first to see if this is possible so we don't waste this. That's sort of my fear is that if anything backfires or this explodes or has some sort of other curse on it that we don't see, then we could damn her further by... Exactly. But it sounds like it could work. I mean, curses aren't a single layer you could pile on. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly cautious. I, I agree with you. I just want her back. What happened to this her? Who are we? There's a, a different mood now. It's early morning. The sun is up. It's a nice day. What's what's going on? What did I miss? I look at you with the blackest, most depthful eyes and just stare at you again. <laughs> at me or him? At him. At the Genasi. Um, we made um, some mistakes in the past uh, and a Rakshasa disintegrated my mother. That is a very strange thing to say out loud. Um, and we've not been able to find a way to bring her back up until this point. But this is more magic than I've ever held. So it's possible that this might be our answer. It's either this or find a Lich King that is supposedly somewhere on an island in the Northern Seas. I was like standing straight up and I have like pointed ears. And as you say that, I kind of slouch down in the ears. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it out loud before. I've never had to explain that. That feels very weird. But we're going to get her back. Dash like goes to put his hand on your shoulder, but then doesn't. It just kind of stops. Kind of look up and perk up. Well, let's do it. Okay. Um, I I think that maybe I will. I just there's somebody that I want to ask about this before we do it to make sure that I don't make anything worse. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess that means that we need to go home. I don't know if there's any other way to get a hold of him besides going home. Is Rook like still napping as he like got up and like fell over to sleep more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in that state where he's like semi-engaged. He's like, yeah, no, we gotta get mm. <laughs> and then falls back asleep. <laughs> I'll probably wake uh, up just long enough to criticize everyone's cooking and then fall back asleep again. <laughs> so in map terms, you guys are somewhere around here. So you could continue on to Squall's End. You could call an audible and go to Dalhurst or even the Titan's Gates. Um, you know that there's no teleportation circles that go from here to beyond the Titan's Gates. So if you wanted to quickly uh, get to Osrin, you'd have to get uh, beyond these. Or at least at the gates themselves, they have teleportation circles. Or... At Squall's End, you could uh, take her up on the boat and make your way make your way through Squall's End over to Lingden. But no one really goes this way because of the whirlpool. Mm-hmm. 
doing it this way, getting to the, the Titans gates from here, you're probably looking at week and a half trip. And that's really the quickest way to get back to Osrin. The quickest way would be to go to Squall's End and take the take boat. The boat. And that would take maybe, if you don't encounter problems here, that would take, we'll say, two more days to get to Squall's End. And then with the speed of the ship, uh, four to five days to get to Lingdon. So like a week versus a week and a half. Yeah. But then don't we have to go from Lingdon to Osrin still? Yeah, and there you'd have a teleportation circle to oh. be able to take it to Osrin, yeah. So, Or get up to here and fight through the woods to get up to Osrin. So either we go to the Titan's Gate and pay for teleportation there, or we save three days and we go the water's route. Well, Swell's End seems like it would be the safer because they wouldn't expect us there. If they are looking for us, then the Titan Gate would be more dangerous, wouldn't it? That's true, I didn't think about that. Mazarin, well, I guess we'll be cutting time here, but would Dash survive the extra time? I don't see why not. Yeah, when you when you were shot back to the material world, you appeared in Ashran. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's probably back in Ashran now. With the danger of the gate and with the possibility of the guards looking for us, it may be safest to try to take the boat. Either way, we have to get, well, I guess that's the question, do we go to Squall's End or not? It sounds like we do. Well, if we get to Squall's End, we can't find a boat to the Whirlpool. We could always take a boat up to Dollhurst and then go with plan B. True. So Squall's End is where we go then. Great. I'll start packing. I'm going to take more of a nap. <laughs> What's everyone else doing? I attempt to help Kimball pack up if he'll let me. Yeah, I won't, I won't stop him. I won't be in the area that he's packing, but I won't stop him. Okay. Also, Mark, Helena forgot to mention she had Gimbal cast a bunch of shield spells into her ring before we slept last night. No, I just became attuned to it. It's okay. <laughs> I'll get there. You could cast a bunch of shield spells now. Yeah, but then what if he needs them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I could use yep. it. I guess I could use the ring then, but <laughs> we'll wait. It's cool. Hey, Gimbal, is there any chance you can do that waiter spell and I can just sleep the rest of the day? <laughs> um, I can probably a do idea. a good portion of that. I want to ride. <laughs> <laughs> it can hold 500 pounds, so really both of you could. 
Um, how about we start with half the day and go from there? You want me to walk a half the <sighs> So his speed is halved. Well, so I'm it's going to be you guys down. Yeah. Um, if I cast it at a higher level, does it last for longer or does it still just last for an hour? What does it say in the spell? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it would just be the same. Um, oh, but I have ritual casting as a wizard, so I can really cast it without expending a spell slot as long as we stop between castings. Is it a ritual spell? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you could. Yeah, so I actually won't even use a spell slot. I will just spend 10 minutes and a disc of force appears and will help uh, our friend on to it. Do we we'll have help any Rook. animals at this point? No. I mean, Rook was the pack animal, but he's down for the count. (laughs) (laughs) I am very strong. Um, Okay, so we'll start towards Squall's end then. Okay. Um, Yeah, as you guys are heading through, what's everyone's passive perception? Zero, because I'm asleep. (laughs) Uh, 11. How did I figure that out? Uh, It's just going to be 10 plus your wisdom modifier. Or perception modifier, yeah. 14. 17. 15. 15. Perfect. Okay. As you guys are are heading through, um, well into lunchtime, uh, Rook snoring away in the the back of the disc. Um, don't see anything out of the ordinary. Um, you're able to. So you go into Squall's End. Who is doing survival? Not me. I will be. So you don't you don't know where Squall's End is. So I would say they could explain it to you and kind of give you a general direction, but you'd roll it with disadvantage. Okay. Mazarin. <laughs> Um, I mean, I have survival. You know where it is, so that'd be helpful if you could. I mean, this. you both could roll as well and True. go for it. Can I get yeah. a full rest without sleeping and kind of just point from my disc? No. No. Where's <laughs> brain power? Not one. Yeah. Well, we're going to spend two weeks in the woods now. <laughs> uh, 12. 12. Um, with your 12, you're able to. So Mazrin starts going south, directly south, um, and he veers off towards the east pretty significantly. Um, and you're able to write his course so that you guys don't end up back where you started. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still aren't sure exactly where Squall's End is just because they kind of gave you the direction of South, maybe um, Southwest. Uh, so I would say you, you lose probably about four hours trying to get there. Sorry. I would make another. So at lunchtime, uh, is anyone doing anything? Are you stopping for the night or for the day? Or are you going to continue? And at lunchtime, I pull out our map and show Mazarin where the hell Squall's End is. <laughs> so, interestingly, he's never seen a map. 
Oh, great. I spend a long time explaining maps to him through Groggy. So he, you've never seen a map before? He pulls out his like makeshift map that he was making. Um, and the only thing that's filled in is one X to the kind of top right corner. And then just little pictures of, of trees, little pictures of woods. And then kind of a, a small, small little X um, saying like people. And that's where you get the feeling that's where you found you guys. <laughs> this is me. You know, Kane. Um, oh, no, this is Kane. Yeah. Okay, I was like, okay. what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why would, why would Mazarin be? Uh, no, 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 sorry. Came, I came, I meant. Yeah, <laughs> Mazarin. Uh, oh, we're going to die in these woods. Maybe we should just wait for me to recover and then continue on from there. We don't know how long that's going to take. We can't wait that long. We have the wish now. I mean, every eight hours, I recover a point of exhaustion, right, Mark? So every long rest. So you have to rest for the day. So you have to take a full eight-hour sleep. And you can only take one of those in a day. Oh. Yeah. So two more days to get your speed back to the full. Could I shapeshift into some sort of bird and go up and see if I can get a better sense of direction and try to see generally south if there's like anything I can make out to be the city. Sure. I can, I'll let you use, uh, you can do that and then you can use the, the, whatever bird's perception is and I'll give you advantage on it. And I'll send Philip up to help guide him. Okay. (laughs) Taking on Philip's senses. Did that dude just turn into a bird? What kind of bird are you turning it into? Uh, I just went with hawk. Hawk. Do you want to describe your transformation? What it looks like? Yeah, so uh, I kind of... Hey guys, I, I might have an idea. And I dramatically try to jump up. And I don't get that big of a leap, but as I do, it just kind of like into and then a hawk poofs out and kind of like flutters sideways catches itself and then starts flying upwards yeah that dude just turned into a bird (laughs) (laughs) you know it's not the strangest thing we've ever seen a horned owl follows you up as gimbal sits down to sit still for a moment and give away his eyes for yourself i've never seen somebody turn into a bird before and then a red pseudo dragon dive bombs you. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and make perception uh, with advantage, I'd say. Both of you. Uh, with advantage, a 23. With advantage, uh, 24. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to identify uh, at this height, uh, and as you're going up, you're making dives down to to just kind of feel out the environment. You're seeing game trails, uh, easier ways of travel. Um, so, I would say you get uh, the DC for the survival check has gone down um, significantly since you guys both made those rolls. I, after getting enough information, swoop back down and I kind of go into a tr- like a uh, brushel of trees, a gathering of trees. I, I'm sorry, 
Murder of trees. Thank you. No, it's not and murder of trees. trees. A group of trees. The hawk goes down in there, and then you see, um, you see Kime kind of like haphazardly like step out and go, I know where we're going. Because you became a bird? Yes. Well, turn into a super big bird and carry us there. If I could, trust me, I would. I'm sorry. Uh, many large birds can't fly. If that's helpful. Mm. That's probably not helpful. Uh, oh, <laughs> we'll ritual cast tensors again. Okay. Turn into a dragon. Hopefully someday, yes. You can't turn into dragons? Dragons aren't animals, Rook. Okay. Uh, 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 turn into a... I'll be right back. Um, goat. <laughs> As he's giving all these suggestions, the disc slowly lifts him up off the ground. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Can you turn into a goat? <laughs> I mean, I could. I could, but I, I can only do that so many times a day. If we, if you turn into a goat and we eat you, do you die? Uh, Brook. <laughs> I take one like significant step back and go, yes, I think that's how that works. All right. Can you, if you turn into a girl goat and get pregnant by a boy goat, oh, you give birth to a goat or another water gene? I turn to Mazarin and I'm like, so I know the way to Squall's End, right? Squall's End is where we're going. And that's, yes. I found it. I found it. We can get. We can go. I put my hand on your shoulder and I just apologize profusely and then walk off. These are legitimate scientific questions. (laughs) (laughs) I take out the notebook and I'm like writing down a couple words and looking over at Brooke and writing a few more words down and then like and write more. I was hoping when I came back, you were still listing animals for him to turn into. <laughs> so I asked oh, no, him what happens if he gets pregnant in his animal form. Oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so having a better idea of your bearings now, uh, I would say roll uh, some more survivals for me. Still with disadvantage for you, Came. Oh, hey, 19. Okay. On disadvantage, I get a nine. Okay. So this time declaring, I know where to go. Um, And as you're starting to lead the party, Mazarin, you get the sneaking suspicion that this isn't really the way to go. Um, So you can readjust course. So you're um, you're on a a good uh, trajectory now to get to Squall's End. Uh, only losing about four hours or so uh, of the overall time. Heard. Um, yeah, as you guys travel through the day, um, any anything you guys want to do the, the second half of this day? I list animals for him to transform into the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> 
most he, of them aren't actually animals. Yep. I say, he, can you turn into a tree or a statue of me? Or <laughs> he patiently says, nope, nope, I can't on that one. Nope, sorry, I can't. Just <laughs> nice as can be. Every single point that you bring up, he <laughs> he refutes. Gimbal's feeling a little bit um, distracted because normally he doesn't have to walk this much. (laughs) (laughs) I normally get breaks where I get to just sit on Rook's shoulders or we're on a horse or now (laughs) I'm walking and half the party can take breaks on what I'm doing versus (laughs) me taking breaks on the rest of the party. Not to mention you have to set up every hour to do a lengthy 10-minute ritual. (laughs) I mean, like, generally speaking, I read on these long trips. I cannot read to pass the time right now. And it's it's killing you because you want to learn so much more about the wish spell, but you can't. (laughs) I I badly read one of... uh, uh, Gimbal's magic books aloud as I write on the, the disc. <laughs> I keep turning back. Um, arcane, not arcane. Uh, <laughs> correcting words. <laughs> you know what? This is more painful than I'm not than not being able to read it. You can you can just leave it. It's but okay. I just got to expeditious retract. That's one that you should know. What? <laughs> Those are just basic battle terms. <laughs> well, but they're written amongst all the other magic words, so they're pronounced different. <laughs> it's called context clues, Gimbal. <laughs> as we're going along, I'm just like observing the nature as happy as can be. And I'm um, pointing out animals for uh, Mazarin to shoot with his bow for dinner. <laughs> What's the order in which you guys are walking? I have asking, to be in the back. So. Asking from asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, if you're asking for a friend, then we're all walking in um, a line, a straight line. <laughs> One of bread. <laughs> we're all sharing the same square. Oh, <laughs> that'll make it easy. Green <laughs> attack like a Jenga tower. <laughs> No, I would say. Towards the front. Hmm. I'm on the disc towards the front, facing forward. Okay. So the two of you are on the disc. And just for me, uh, just for me, uh, how many levels of exhaustion have I gotten rid of at this point? <laughs> at this point, you still are at three levels of exhaustion. Okay. And we'll say Gimbal's right in front of you guys. And then who's leading the pack? Is it Dash or Kame? I would assume um, it would be... Would be. Oh, sorry, Mazarin no. or Kame? Go ahead. Don't use that name. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll lead. Okay. He may be quick, but he's no Dash. Uh, Kame, oh, go ahead and make a perception check. We are going to die. Uh, 15. All right. So you feel something's not balanced. 
and you get that sinking feeling in your chest as you look around and trying to figure out what it is. Um, and you catch pretty easily four creatures. Three of them are uh, what you know pretty easily as gnolls. Um, in the wolves' find, they've been more prevalent the last 15 or 20 years. Um, your, uh, the people of your village had to kind of uh, work their way out and eliminate as many as possible in the area or else the, the hollow would be found. Uh, there's one that you don't recognize. It's a quadrupedal, kind of looks like a really mad wolf. It has spines on its back. Uh, you can see its tail kind of juts out and is kind of looking for, uh, almost like it has its own personality. And you see a kind of a, a long uh, dripping um, stinger on the end of it. Oh, and no. as you look around, you make con eye contact with this one and I need everyone to roll initiative. Which one do I make eye contact with? Uh, this guy. Okay. Five. Uh, that is a ten. Six. Nine. Hold on, hold on. You said you got a five, right, uh, Jake? And then I got you, Dream. Um, Mazarin, what'd you get? 27. 27. <laughs> right, and he gets a... And then they get a... All right, as uh, you make eye contact with this one uh, creature, came, uh, you kind of explain, exclaim, we're not alone. Um, and as you hear that, Dash, you kind of look around, uh, Mazarin, you look around and you see these figures popping out of the woods, uh, kind of uh, barely trying to hide themselves, but can't really keep in their excitement and their, their rage. Um, and it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to attack the other one. Um, they've all they've seen us all, yeah. Yep. All right, so no sneak. Um. Yes, I'm gonna go after uh, this one's closest to Rick, right? Yeah, this one here. Okay. And you guys have control of your tokens too, so. Um, I'm gonna stay there. Okay. Um, 20 to hit. 20 definitely hits, yeah. 
Uh, 13 damage. 13. As you quickly look around, assess the situation, you see um, this is one of the more imposing figures of, of the four. Um, you see all on its hind legs, uh, rearing its haunches, stinger primed, and you, you identify that as the main source of, of hurt that could come to your party as you raise your bow uh, and shoot. It uh, penetrates right into the side of the, uh, the animal a little bit too deep. It looks like it goes past its ribs um, as it takes the damage to its side and its stride. Um, it, you can definitely see the damage go through, but it's not phasing it at all. Okay. Next up is going to be these guys. Oof. 15, and they're going to make three attacks at you, actually. All yeah. at me? Three attacks at you, Gimbal. Oh my god, okay, cool, great. Shield lasts to your next turn. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, what is your AC? My AC? Yep. Uh, well, it kind of depends because <laughs> too close. I'm gonna shield. <laughs> does a 15 hit you? No. Okay. Does a 19 hit you? Uh, shield. No. Shield. Okay. Um, what's your AC at now? Um, with that, it's going to be. Does a 22 uh, hit you? Five. Um, a 22 is my AC because it's 17 plus five. So it hits you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So he, um, as he, uh, these other two um, kind of stumble as they walk up to you and, and miss you as you're do dodging and uh, do ducking out of the way. Um, as this third one comes behind you, unbeknownst to you, and stabs you with a spear, it catches you on the, the top of your shoulder. Uh, and you okay, take. Lord. seven points of damage uh, as it stabs its spear right into your, uh, the base of your shoulder and pulls it out. Um, um, it's crazed bloodlust in its eyes. I And I don't take any direct damage from that. Okay. Uh, next up is going to be this one here. As he pops up here as well and is going to make another attack on you, Gimbal. Oh, hey, me! <laughs> Okay. So what's your AC at now? 22. So the first one, as it goes to bite you, um, you're able to see it as it's snarling coming towards you and move out of its way. Um, but you're not expecting the stinger uh, as it, it comes down and hits you in the back of the uh, back of the neck. I would like you to make a constitution save, please. Okay. Uh, that's a four. Four. You take 10 points of damage and you are paralyzed. Does it, I guess it doesn't matter because it's all hitting my ward, but because it's like that spell. Yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. So I can't move at all, right? Or Exactly. You cannot move at all or take any actions. Okay. Next up is going to be uh, Gimbal. <laughs> so at the at the end of your turn, you can make another saving okay. throw. 
Oh, okay, this is stressful. I had a plan and everything. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven, nope. As you try and uh, shrug it off, you still feel the tightness of all of your, your muscles um, unable to do anything. Next up is Dream. Okay, so I'm going to hex the wolf, the angry puppy. Okay. And then I'm going to do um, Scorching Ray. Oh, wait, no, I can't do that shit. Okay, primal savagery. I'm gonna do that instead. I'm gonna attack the the wolf. Sure. Twenty three. Twenty three. Um, yeah, that definitely hits. Um, fifteen, twenty damage. Yes. 20. And what does your primal savagery look like? Um, my hands grow claws. I grow huge fangs and, and attack. Okay. Um, almost surprised as it uh, took down its, its quarry. Um, you see it look up to you as you uh, let out a huge snarl um, as you rake it across the side of its face. Uh, it juts back and then comes back at you with a snarl. Um, next up is going to be Rook. Okay. So I'm going to hop off my disc. Okay. Which is actually probably gone now because I think it was concentration. So... <laughs> I don't think I could be holding concentration. Right no, now. it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to reach down. I'm going to spend five points of my lay on hands to cure the poison inside Gimbal. The, um, okay. Paralysis. Yeah. Paral paralysis. Sure. It's a poison or disease. So I was hoping it would work. <laughs> I would say it does. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you need like a greater restoration for paralysis. I don't know. Just lay on hand says I can remove any poison or um, disease. So if the paralysis is due to poison, I can remove it. Uh, yeah, I can. I'll, I'll say yes for that. Okay, because that's my action. So I. Can. <laughs> okay. um, let me just see if I have any bonus actions here. I don't think so. I guess I'll rage. <laughs> Oh, no. no. Hang on, I gotta check. Ah, I'm sorry, I'm so used to not having spells. No, I won't cast a spell. I'll just rage. Okay. As you go into another rage, letting out a battle cry, uh, Kane, it's your turn. I'm gonna say I'm gonna move over here, and then... Um... I'm going to cast Dominate Beast on the one just to the left of Gimbal. Okay. Uh, this one here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, what does he roll? It's going to be a Wisdom Saving Throw. He does not make it. Uh, if he fails, the beast is charmed, and I have a telepathic link with it as long as the two of us are on the same plane of existence. All right. Uh, I'm going to then, if I can do all this on my turn, tell it to turn and attack the one beast I've never seen, the beast that I'm believing to be upsetting the balance. Okay. 
yeah, you give it that, uh, we'll say as your free action, you give it that command um, as he stops being hostile and uh, looming over Gimbal and turns uh, ready to swing at the um, the wolf. Uh, next up is going to be Mazarin. Okay. Um, so... If I were to move in here, can I hide to get advantage? Yeah. Okay. So stealth, right? Yep. Uh, it's a 21. Yeah. You're definitely stealth. Okay. Um, so advantage, and then I'm going to use my new feet that I got. And I'm going to take a negative five on the hit for plus 10 damage. So that's a 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, which one are you going after? Sorry. Um, dog guy or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dog guy. Yep. That definitely hits. Okay. Um, so that's plus 10 damage plus. Oh, holy crap. I got sneak too, huh? Yep. Um, I got. I gotta do math here. Thirty-five damage. What? Thirty-five damage. Um, as you run behind the tree, getting out of anyone's uh, perception of you, and you go past it with a slide, uh, you bring up the bow, and you zero in on the same spot that you hit before, right on its uh, haunches, and you let the arrow fly as it goes in the same exact spot, and you hear a visible wince from the, the beast, uh, a whimper, uh, as it uh, shudders back. I scream at it. I'm done. All right. Uh, next up is going to be these guys. They're going to surround you, Sir Gimbal. Um, Wait, wasn't I before them, though? I didn't get to go yet. No, you were right after them. Oh, you were right after yeah. them. Crap. Um, as they, they, they want to kill me. As the one reaches down, um, kind of forgetting about its spear, uh, sticking it in the dirt next to it, uh, he uses action to uh, kind of ruffle through your clothes and see if he can find something. Um, and he gets purchased with something as he pulls out the the wing of sorry the ring of wishes, um, and he puts it into his pocket and goes to run away. So you do have an attack of opportunity on him if you want. Okay, I can't use the spell for that though, right? Nope. Not unless you have a warcaster. Um, I do have, and I don't have warcaster because uh, I didn't take a feat this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't foresee this exact set of I know, I know. I do have. <laughs> I don't carry any weapons with me at all. <laughs> We're going to get you some weapons just to have. You have a staff? I'm sure you have uh, a dagger or something, right? I feel like I mean, Gimbal not would have listed, a but <laughs> okay, you could punch it. I have a hammer. 
Yeah, yeah, hit it with your hammer. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just a regular hammer. Just regular hammer. You're gonna have to use uh, a strength score though. Uh that is a five. Five does not hit. As you like bumble through your robes, you pick up a hammer and try to hit it with it, but it it's already out of the way. Five, ten, fifteen. So he's into the woods. He can still um Where is he? Everyone, going? You guys can still see him, but he's uh, making his way through the woods. No town. Yeah, he's not walking. far enough away for Dash. He's walking <laughs> fast. He's homebound. Yep. Um, then we have uh, this guy is going. Oh, actually, these ones will uh, kind of readjust and start attacking other people. So we'll take one attack at you, Dream. Does uh, so a dirty twenty. And you'll take eight points of damage as one of them um, thrusts a spear at you and gets purchased on the, the lower end of your arm. This one here turns to the, the wolf creature and makes its attack on him, missing it uh, as the, the wolf creature sees the aggression and moves out of the way. Next up is Gimbal. Attack about... Um, no one left anything. Oh, okay. I thought the wolf went went away. Oh no, he just ducked out of the way. Sorry. Oh, okay. I need a deck save from this one. Um, does a eight make it? Uh, sorry, one second. Uh, and this one, both of them. And an eight doesn't make it. Uh, does a five make it? Neither of those make it. Cool. <laughs> Okay, um, that is <laughs> uh, that is thirty damage to both of them. Thirty I damage. Throw a fireball between them and erupt the space, <laughs> throwing everything in the in the. <laughs> How do you, Sir Gimbal, kill them? Both of them. Great. Both of them. Um, from the ground, I just get up, like pulling back and throwing the pebble of fire as it grows into the space and erupts between the two of them. <laughs> as the one is carrying the ring in triumph and is uh, disintegrated, basically. You, you throw a grounder as it hits rocks after rocks, and then the last rocket hits and, and flies up maybe five feet, and <laughs> the entire um, east side of the map is just full of fire. Forest is burning as you <laughs> take these to their demise. Eyes just crazy with like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up is the dog guy because I forgot about him. Um, he <clears throat> is going to see this and yeah, you're still the biggest threat, Gimbal. He's going to make his two attacks on you. I will have gotten up. So I'm not yeah. on the ground okay. anymore. Got it. <laughs> That is a 22 and a 23 to hit. Both hit. Okay, the first one does... Ooh, okay. Ah! Did he... What did he do? <laughs> Am I down already? 
23 points of damage to you as he bites you and kind of rends your shoulder uh, out of its socket. And its second one does... I'm out of my arcade ward now. 15 points of damage to you, and I need you to make a constitution save. Do well this time. <laughs> you can't. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a seven. As you feel the bite out of your shoulder after your kind of triumph and victory, uh, mm-hmm. your arm goes stiff and unmoving and you fall again to the ground. How much damage did that do? Uh, that did, the last one did 15. And then uh, one- Did he make a uh, wisdom saving throw? The wolf guy? Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom save will be 14. All right. So he takes 15 radiant damage as he bites into, uh, or whatever he just did, as I uh, find the page where that ability is on. Uh, Rebuke the violent. What does that do? Oh, yes. It reflects the damage he dealt back at him as radiant damage. Okay. What does that look like? Uh, so I, just discovering this ability, uh, call out uh, to Illmater, and as he bites into Rook, he gets bit by the same force uh, by a radiant version of his own head. <laughs> as he shares in the suffering he's giving to uh, Gimbal. That's awesome. So yeah, as he bites down, um, your uh, um, the red... Um, I lost the word. Um, the red, what do you have around? The wrappings, the red wrappings around your arm unveil and they, they shoot forward forming the, the makeshift uh, face of a beast that bites down on the, the creature as well. Um, next up is going to be Dream. Okay, do I, am I getting the impression that these guys are poison resistant? You have no clue. Wait, oh, I don't know. Okay. No. Um, well, I'm going to cast Noxious Gas or okay. Poison Spray at the both of them. They make a con saving throw. All right. Hey, Helena, uh, will you do me a for- favor and move one square up on your turn, too? One so, square up? Mm-hmm. Like into your space? No, up. Doesn't that evoke a, an attack of opportunity? No, because the one's being controlled by Kaim, so it's fine. Cool. So this one here fails at save. Um, the poison doesn't seem to take effect on this one. Of course not. So what is the damage? Oh, it's two, it'd be, it's two to 12. Still not bad damage. <laughs> Eleven plus seven, eighteen. Eighteen points of damage. Um, sure, we'll say with that. How do you kill it? Chokes on the poison and can't breathe and falls. It just falls to its knees, clutching its throat as it falls back, lifeless. Next up is going to be unless you want to do anything else, stream. Rook. Okay, which one died? The null. Yep, the null died. Oh. 
What? Okay, well, I would like to step forward in all of my manly rage and Sparta kick uh, with all of my little bit of strength that creature back five feet as a shove action. Okay. Uh, roll it with disadvantage. Um, I roll it normally because I have advantage on the roll. Got it. Uh, that's going to be a 27. That definitely hits. Yep. <laughs> is this contested at all or it just goes back? Uh, no, he makes an attested uh, athletic roll. Okay. Because it doesn't do damage per se. It's a 19, but not enough. He gets thrown back five feet. And then I will step into his square and I will recklessly attack twice. Okay. So single dice roll, right? Yeah. Okay. I just rolled two d20s at the same time. Okay, got it. Uh, so one is going to be a 12. <laughs> Does not hit. And then the other one's going to be an 18 plus 9. That definitely hits. <laughs> and is this a fiend undead or I think aberration? Uh, it is a fiend. Okay, so that means I get extra dice. So 2d8... I don't have enough D8s. Banishment <laughs> <laughs> would have worked. <laughs> um, eight, seven, three. So 18 uh, plus five is 23 plus eight is 31. That is just enough to kill it. What do you do? I reach back foaming at the mouth, pushing my body way beyond where it should be going right now. Uh, the wrappings show up and like a, a vision of Illmater kind of like guides my fist as I pound it into its face, disrupting its fiendish energy. Um, without even a sound, um, it goes right through the beast's skull as it lay sunken onto the floor. Um, the uh, stinger twitching every now and again uh, from its lifeless body. And then I fall directly forward into it. <laughs> Exhausted. And that brings us out of combat. Is Gable okay? Bring him here so I can touch him. <laughs> I would like to walk up to Gimbal and cast uh, cure wounds. Okay. He's still poisoned. Bring him to my hand. Gimbal! <laughs> uh, 10 HP back. You see the kind of faint hue of a light blue energy wash over you, and it feels kind of like kind of like you're you're soaked in a bit of water as the curing healing energy takes hold and you get 10 points back and cannot move <laughs> still paralyzed i crawl over to gimbal and spend five points to remove the poison okay. um, as soon as it's removed i scramble over to the ashes to try to find the ring uh make an investigation okay. he's good at that uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Twelve. I searched. Twelve. Well. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation. Uh, 